This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Airport drama. Passengers coming home for Thanksgiving. Questioned by soldiers in combat fatigues. Despite the warnings, 50 million Americans are expected to travel over the big holiday weekend. Then, Trump finally emerges. And presidential payback? We've never seen anything like this by an American president. We can always send the Navy SEALs in there to dig them out. <laughs> and what went wrong with Rudy Giuliani? This can of spray and hair dye cost me less than 10 bucks. Will it drip? Plus, home COVID-19 tests. How accurate are they? They want a lot of saliva. We put the tests to the test. Then, dating app disaster. She thought she found the perfect match online. Look what she says he did to her on their first date. She's screaming like I've never screamed before. Plus, did this Martha's Vineyard destination wedding turn into a super spreader disaster? And fresh air! It's his first breath of fresh air since March 31st. And America's most isolated. Reconnecting with loved ones after all these months. Just in time for Thanksgiving. Love you, Mom! Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. You've heard the warning from the CDC, don't travel for Thanksgiving. But if you do, it will be even more challenging at the airport. The National Guard is being put in place to help stop the spread of COVID-19. Stephen Fabian has details. It's a shocking sight. National Guard soldiers in combat fatigues hurting passengers at LaGuardia Airport in New York. Passengers are ordered to fill out forms with detailed questions about their travel, health, and contact information. Every traveler must have negative COVID-19 tests taken before and after arriving and also quarantined for three days. The CDC is advising people not to travel this Thanksgiving. Despite that and the dangers of spreading the virus, about 50 million people are still expected to travel by air and on the ground over the holiday weekend. Will there be more travelers next week than this week? Yes. Anywhere near last year, Thanksgiving, not even close. And Rudy Giuliani's son, who was at that train wreck press conference yesterday when hair dye rolled down his father's face, has tested positive for COVID-19. I am experiencing mild symptoms and am following all appropriate protocols, including being in quarantine and conducting contact tracing, the younger Giuliani posted today. 
The room was hot and poorly ventilated. 100 journalists and hangers-on crammed into the space, which the Washington Post is calling a potential coronavirus incubator. Now there is fear the event may become a super spreader event. The good news today, Pfizer formally applied for an emergency use authorization for their new vaccine. Now guys like these have become essential workers. They're working around the clock to make enough dry ice to store the Pfizer vaccine at minus 94 degrees. I never thought I'd be saving lives, but it feels really good. A new study says 43% of children may have a natural immunity to coronavirus, which explains why the positivity rate for kids is so low. The colds that children pick up from, say, daycare and school, could those colds actually be the reason kids are staying safe? Yeah, it's, it's really an interesting idea, right? And, and we don't know for sure. Uh, again, a lot of those colds are caused by other coronaviruses. And so at least it stands to reason that there could be some level of cross immunity. Uh, we don't know. MSNBC's Rachel Maddow made an emotional return to TV after an unexplained two-week absence. Now she's revealing her partner of 21 years is suffering from COVID-19. At one point, we really thought that there was a possibility that it might kill her. Whoever is the most important person in your life, whoever you most love and most care for and most cherish in the world, that's the person who you may lose. We all know about that. Rachel says she has tested negative, but she plans to stay home until it's safe for her to return to the studio without putting anybody at risk. President Trump spoke from the White House today. He continues to refuse to concede the presidential race despite repeated legal setbacks and vote recounts that haven't gone his way. Now the president is being accused of putting the nation's democracy at risk with a pressure campaign directed toward the Electoral College. Here he is. It's President Trump's first public appearance in a week, and he's still insisting he won. Big Pharma ran millions of dollars of negative advertisements against me during the campaign, which I won, by the way, but, you know, we'll find that out. Uh, Almost 74 million votes. His strategy to overturn the election is accelerating. With his legal challenges repeatedly failing in court, is now pursuing what appears to be a brazen strategy to try to upend the electoral college process. Respect to Michigan voters! Trump invited Michigan's two top Republican state legislative leaders to the White House Friday. And when they landed at Reagan National Airport in D.C., they were met with a chorus of protesters. Trump is apparently attempting to pressure the legislators to name electors to the Electoral College who will vote for Trump, circumventing the will of the voters that gave Joe Biden a 150,000 vote victory in the state. We've never seen anything like this by an American president before. The new tactic comes as some of Trump's biggest supporters are blasting the far-fetched election fraud conspiracy theories put forward by his attorneys, Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell. We invited Sidney Powell on the show. We would have given her the whole hour, but she never sent us any evidence, despite a lot of requests, polite requests, not a page. When we kept pressing, she got angry and told us to stop contacting her. Reports say the president knows full well his efforts are doomed and that he's dragging out the inevitable out of revenge. He told an ally that he really understands that he lost, he's not going to win, but that he wants to do to them, meaning the Democrats, what they did to him. 
And if he refuses to leave come Inauguration Day, former President Barack Obama has this suggestion. You know the White House well. You lived there for eight years. Are there places someone could uh, uh, hide, like if, say, they they were going to be removed? I I think we can always send the Navy SEALs in there to dig them out. And people are still talking about Rudy Giuliani's press conference and that meltdown he had on Thursday with plenty of speculation about why what appeared to be hair dye started streaming down his face. Here's Jim Murray. Rudy Giuliani's train wreck press conference, hair dye dripping down his face, is turning into late night comic gold. It's like something out of a sci-fi horror movie. Let's look at that again. I mean, how scary is this? It's a grandpire. Run for your life. I think Rudy's in trouble because if there's one thing we know about Trump is that he hates leakers. <laughs> so what went wrong? Was it hair dye, makeup? Some believe it was mascara, which Giuliani may have used to touch up the gray. We asked Erica Fleischman, owner of a men's salon in New York. Someone sprayed on a temporary fix for him to cover the gray, and it in the heat and not, you know under lights and under pressure and sweating, it ended up melting basically down his face, dripping literally the color down his face. My goodness. So how can you avoid a similar embarrassingly drippy situation? I really am a huge proponent of men not coloring their gray. So my answer is always going to be really just embrace what you have going on. As people focus on Giuliani's cosmetic issues, Gail King says there's a bigger issue at stake. Most people over the age of 60, men and women, myself included, use hair dye. It's just that I really encourage viewers to go and look at that news conference. It was so nonsensical. And then judge for yourself. Now, I don't color my hair, but for this story, I'm going the Giuliani route. Some speculate he used a simple spray-in hair color that you can buy in any drugstore for less than $10. Other hairstylists think he may have used mascara to cover the gray. I'm going to use both and see what happens when I start to sweat. So after considerable effort and a bit of time, we were able to recreate the Giuliani drip, but only on the mascara side. Makeup artist Dana Ray Ashburn has her own theory. It is a spray, either powder or fiber pigment that's applied to the scalp in an effort to give an appearance of thicker hair. Well, there you have it. I think I've learned my lesson. I'm going to wash this out right away and return to my natural color. That way, at least, I won't be having a meltdown in public like the president's lawyer. Oh, Jim, that was above and beyond. You've seen the massive lines around the country for COVID-19 tests, and you can't help but think, why not take one of those home COVID tests? But are they as accurate as the ones given by the health professionals? Lisa Guerrero put three of them to the test. As long lines surge at COVID testing sites, many Americans are turning to at-home COVID testing kits. But do they work? I put three kits to the test. I start with the HIMS and HERS COVID test. This one wants saliva. A lot of saliva. The instructions say to first register the test. Well, that's a problem. But the product barcode is invalid. It won't let me register. Next up, the Vitagene test kit. It also collects saliva. There's a little funnel at the top that helps you get the saliva out, but they need a lot of saliva, so this takes a while. Four minutes later, mission accomplished. Now for the Let's Get Checked home test. I'm instructed to first schedule a UPS pickup. This one requires a nasal swab. I test both nostrils 10 seconds each. And there we go. That sample is done. Easy. 
I pack it in the prepaid biohazard bag and leave it at my doorstep. The other I drop off at the post office. Jesse Maiolo, who lives in North Carolina, has been diagnosed with the coronavirus. We asked her to use the same home testing kits. It's not, oh my God, this is going to take forever. <laughs> she takes the Vitagene saliva test and the Let's Get Checked nasal swab. When it comes to the HIMS and HERS COVID test, she also has trouble with the registration process. Now for the results. Less than 24 hours later, Jesse's Let's Get Checked results come back positive. These results came back super quick. For Vitagene, she sent her sample off on Saturday and received results Thursday. And it just kind of says you're currently infected with COVID-19. HIMS and HERS told her to mail her sample even though she had trouble registering it. Four days later, she's still waiting for results. Now for my results. Let's get checked. The nasal swab results came back within 48 hours. Uh, I tested negative. Thank God. I mailed the Vitagene test Tuesday afternoon. Today I received this email. Our lab received your kit. Please allow up to three days for processing. Dr. Oz also looked into home test kits on his show. I think the at-home tests are quite safe. Are they as good as a nurse putting a swab down the back of your throat and getting a perfect sample, which is immediately run? You know, hard to say. But when you're talking about success rates of over 95 percent, it's hard to beat that. In a statement to Inside Edition, Hims and her said a technical miscommunication, a temporary one with their lab, impacted the processing of a small number of kits. They say that's been resolved and that all the kits are now being processed. One side effect of the pandemic has been that more people are turning to online dating. But after what happened to this woman, many people might be thinking twice about that. She went out on a date with a man she met through an app, and she told Amber Cagliano it was a normal night. Then the guy snapped. This is the face of a young woman who says the guy she met on a dating app beat her on their first date. Absolutely. I thought I was going to die. The 29-year-old woman who recently got divorced went on the dating app Hinge. She thought she found a really good match. He asked if he could call me, and we... Um had great phone conversation throughout that day. In this ring video, you see him driving up to Brittany Carreri's home in the white vehicle. They ended up at a bar in Atlanta. Here's the selfie they took that night. It was going great. I mean, we were laughing, just great natural conversation. But en route home, she says out of nowhere, he suddenly went nuts. I remember getting a straight blow to the head, and then it was just blow after blow after blow. He would try to let me out of the car, but I would get pulled back in by my hair and my hoodie. It was a rage about the cost of the date. Then it was a rage about my race. He threatened to shoot you? Yes, he pulled the gun out and threatened to shoot me. A security guard called 911 and took this dramatic photo of Brittany laying in the street with the suspect above her. I heard screams coming from um, the surrounding areas. She's incredible. She's a true hero. <laughs> And she's the reason why I'm here today. A wanted poster was distributed. Six days after the date, the suspect, Ben Fancher, was captured in Kent, New York, 925 miles from Atlanta. Hinge says what happened is horrible. They have removed and banned Fancher from the app, and they said they will be working with law enforcement to make sure that justice is served. Next. Oh 
Did this Martha's Vineyard destination wedding turn into a super spreader disaster? And fresh air! It's his first breath of fresh air since March 31st. And America's most isolated. Reconnecting with loved ones after all these months. Just in time for Thanksgiving. Love you, Mom! Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. It was a destination wedding featured on Vogue magazine's website. Then it was pulled over fears it may have been a super spreader event. It was a beautiful destination wedding on Martha's Vineyard, one of America's most treasured vacation spots. Chelsea Keys and Evan McDuffie's wedding was so elegant, it was featured on Vogue's website with the headline, This outdoor wedding on Martha's Vineyard was all fall elegance. But now the magazine is under fire because the event may have turned out to be a super spreader. All mention of the wedding has now been erased from Vogue's website. In its place is this. Oops, the page you're looking for cannot be found. At least 10 COVID cases have reportedly been traced to the wedding. Half of them staffers who work at the venue and the rest guests. The original story said CDC guidelines were followed with masks and sanitation stations offered to the 40 guests. In this video posted on social media, guests are seated close together at a big table. No masks in sight. A spokesperson for Vogue said, we found out afterward that guests had contracted COVID-19 and believe they did at the wedding. And so the editorial decision was made to remove the piece. But the bride and groom aren't ready to call their wedding a super spreader because they say another wedding took place that same weekend at the venue, the Lambert's Cove Inn. It is extremely difficult to pinpoint the origin of the outbreak or where it stemmed from, they said in a statement. We gave out custom masks. While we do not know the source of the outbreak, we deeply regret the impact it's had on our guests, family, and the island community. A couple also say they followed the COVID protocols of both the inn and the state. The owners of the inn say they went above and beyond, making sure that people were as safe as possible. When we come back, a former Dancing with the Stars contestant gets a pandemic makeover. Plastic surgeons are working overtime during the pandemic. It's a COVID makeover. I think I'm starting to get some abage. Former Miss USA and Dancing with the Stars contestant Shayna Mokler is ready to undergo her pandemic transformation. I've never done anything like this before. Today, Shayna is going under the knife with two big procedures, an aura lift for her face and a lip lift, which will give her a fuller smile. I feel like I look really good for my age, but I still want to keep a healthy maintenance. She heads to the office of Beverly Hills plastic surgeon, Dr. Ben Talley. Before she's allowed into the exam room, her temperature is taken, adhering to strict COVID precautions. Shana is quite young, and she has these early kind of folds that are going on in her face, and she's getting a little more lax and doughy. First, Dr. Talley takes pictures of Shana. Next, he marks up her face. I'm going to make your earlobe look a lot younger. Right now, your earlobe is dragging down into your neck. so bad. Shayna then heads off for the three-hour surgery. Two months later, it's time for the big reveal. Wow, check out that dramatic difference. I'm just so happy with the results. Every day just gets better and better, and I'm just really thrilled and excited. I didn't know we had to worry about our ears. When we come back, a Thanksgiving celebration where it is needed the most. Finally today, for many elderly Americans, Thanksgiving may be extra lonely this year, but at this place, the mood is festive. 
fresh air. They're America's most vulnerable. This is Tim Sullivan's first breath of fresh air since, can you believe it, March 31st. You feel like you're in prison with that virus, you know, when nobody could come and see you. Like other residents at the Adora Midtown Park Senior Living Facility in Dallas, all of these people are feeling a sense of loneliness at ages when human contact is more important than ever. We rallied around the residents and we became their family members in that moment. Thanksgiving celebrations are underway. There are masks and social distancing, of course. A staff member dons a turkey costume and gets the party started. Heartfelt connections and a brave spirit, even in these trying times. And a very happy Thanksgiving to you. That is Inside Edition for today. Stay safe. We'll see you next time. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you, putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>